yet? Not yet. Hey, are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? Yes. Really? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No, we are not. Are we there yet? No. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm FN Grasshopper and as ever I'm joined by my talented co-host Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi Dan. Hi Tony. How you doing mate? I'm not too bad yourself. Is it warm in uh, the West Country? Fucking steaming pal. Yeah, it's roasting here as well. I've given the fan to, miss, um, to Mrs Grasshopper upstairs so uh, uh. sweltering here so I'm dying for my beer. What are we talking about today? It's Obviously the title is unnamed at the moment. We're talking about how we research saves, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, because um, I might have to do mine again. Yeah, so obviously the last few podcasts, we've been bigging up Bolton and your big save reveal. <laughs> you, did, you did you did a teaser, you did a main video. Um, you've been hyping over something for three months and it's it's kind of potentially crashing and burning in your face. Um, we'll come on to that. I need, I'm going to rant about that in a sec, but can we just open our beers because I'm really warm? We can so, do. Um, I've got Camden Hills today. Um, they were blacklisted recently because I bought. I don't know if you know. Do you, do you drink Camden Hills? They had this like photo frame thing you could do if you buy a box. No. I bought a photo frame basically, and I paid like seventeen quid for the frame to come as well to have it all pre-framed. <laughs> and then it came out smashed in the post. Literally every corner was damaged. Yeah, uh, fucking hell. my unbashed Ilo picture never had that. Exactly, yeah, because I get a proper courier. Um, <laughs> so I moaned to Camden Hills and they ignored me for ages and I thought, fuck it, I'm not going to drink your beer for ages. Um, but they messaged me this week to say that they're going to refund me. So oh, I went straight, went straight down, loyal again to Camden. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm drinking. What about you? I got Thatcher's Haze again. Thatcher's Haze, hmm. again. West Country drinking it. Yeah. Okay, mate, um, spark up when you're ready. Mine's already... Um, like sweating, my beer sweating. It's like <laughs> leaked already. Right, ready when you are. Hmm, <sighs> it's good. Okay, um, so we're going to talk about saves and how we pick FM20 saves in a minute, but I suppose we should really talk about your save, Bolton in general, I guess. It's obviously. We should really say on the onset of this pod that whatever's happened to Berry and Bolton isn't a funny thing. It's it's a horrible thing for football fans. Like mm-hmm. if it was if it was the Arsenal, I'd be like devastated. Um, you know, this isn't a laughing matter. Obviously, no. they got potentially kicked out of their league and not not functioned again. And it's obviously people's livelihoods and also jobs as well. So, not a great situation to be in. Um, I suppose should I give a background on what Bolton is in case we've got foreign listeners? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so Bolton was in the Premier League. I've stolen loads of facts from BBC. I'm not going to lie, I was really rushed today. Um, they were in the Premier League in 2020, 2012 and they got relegated. Mm. Uh, Dean Holdsworth used to play for Wimbledon. He tried to buy them. I don't know what happened there. That just kind of failed. <laughs> um, and then this kind of like businessman, Lawrence Bassini, and I'm not being judgmental, but you've got to be careful. If he is linked to the Italian Mafia, you know, um, he tried to buy the club and then he got wound up in court order uh, this year, I think, and yeah. it failed. And I think ever since then, they've just been kind of limping on with like youth players, haven't they? Yeah, just like, um, they've had a, um, 
company called Football Ventures, who they've um, the administration people have agreed to that they prefer a bidder since like May. Yeah. But, but for some reason they can't get over the deal. I think it's complicated because the previous owner Eddie Davis died, but the, um, after he sold it, but they lent the money from his trust or something to the current owner. Hmm. But I think that's what the hold up is that they they obviously want their money back. And, he's, and that, that, that he's, never happens in FM, does it? Yeah. You can't have a chairman dying, can you, in a game? It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Well, you never know. It could be an FM20 feature. Could be, as revealed here on Classic <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> but no, um, it seems to be like, I think it's not a simple straight. It's like, just sell it because obviously there's so many debts. And they've got to agree with all the creditors that they're happy to do certain deals and that. Yeah. But from my understanding is, if they didn't agree anything tonight, you nearly get an extended... 14 days before they're officially kicked out, they're pretty much out anyway because they need to pay um, all the salaries on Friday and there's no right. money. So they'll be, and they have to pay all their, like, their monthly payments for the debts and all that on Friday and there's so no money. In your mind, what percentage of confidence are you that this FM20 save is going to go ahead now? Are, are you more leaning now that this is not a, a good going to start, basically? Well, I don't know because, like, I've been following like the Bolton forums and all that, and um, every day they're like, "Oh yeah, it's definitely going through," and then it falls through, and then it's like gone, and it's come. So I'd say it's probably fifty-fifty at this point. Um, the EF hour in a meeting at the moment at seven o'clock tonight to yeah. decide what they're going to do. Um, but I don't know. It seems worse situation for Bury because they've already had their um, extension. I think yeah. Bolton could still apply for another extension for another 40 hours to get a deal even a line. Yeah. But, um, you know, we'll probably call it 50-50. Probably, 50-50. probably okay. shouldn't have gone... Um, well... Probably shouldn't have a, gone so early in August on the release. This is a segue into my rant, really, because I, I think the main issue for me is that we shouldn't be doing this podcast. We shouldn't be talking about Bolton. We're only talking about it in this, on this podcast because you had the audacity to do a save reveal three months before the game comes <laughs> out. Um, and if you don't mind, if I can continue, but like you did the classic FM Twitter thing of saying you're going to do something and having to backtrack because it's not happening. So like, you know, streamers, I'm going to go live tonight, but then they don't go live or new blog post is out from a blogger and actually it's five minutes delayed or it's two days delayed. You're part of the problem, Dan, of this whole save reveal. You just create a real. <laughs> this is a real danger that you know, words will stop. Me, words will stop meaning things, and as a blogger, that's really sad. It makes me sad. Well, I'm sorry to make you sad, Tony, but I mean, to be fair, last year I did it in August and I had a good um, like feedback, and everyone seemed to enjoy it. So for a bit of a laugh, I did it again. Yeah, it's no no skin off my back, really. I mean, don't. Well, you say it's no skin on your back, though, but isn't this paid video content for high nah, like three ops yeah. four? So it's, yeah. it's a bit. It's like kind of over dramatic, if anything. That's any money, isn't it? So if I can get, I just, I just have to get another one now. All right, so you go down to Fiverr again, and I'm well, to be fair. Geez, have you got a tab with Fiverr? Do you just? Well, I'm keeping the whole Indian bloody economy afloat with this. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um... Did you not realise when we when you did this reveal that 
there was any possibility of Bolton winding up basically and not being in. Well, they were already in administration. That was part of the appeal. Okay, so did that ever appear to you? Did you ever think, oh, hang on, wait me. Okay, I'll go and get the video done. I'll go and pay the money because it's no skin off your back, as you say. To be fair, though. But why, say, why, yeah. why release it now? Why can't you wait till, let's say, beta week or just before beta? Well, because then every Tom, Dick and Harry will be doing that and it'll be boring. It'll just get right. washed up with him, won't it? I mean, no, no one gives a fuck when it's beta week, do they? Because they're all playing the beta. <laughs> <laughs> At least, I, like, ju- uh, I just think this would I would have given real assurances to release if, if I knew Bolton were going to be safe yeah but it, in my defence their own fans thought they were going to be safe their administrators said they were all going to be done by the 1st of August so like there's not really any risk of it and you don't really imagine a club like Bolton would ever go under you don't well Premier League 2012 what? that's what? Seven years. They, they, were, they didn't they get in Europe as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. And you, you don't, you wouldn't, I never imagined it would get this far. And I still, their fans don't never imagine it either. But I think um, if it falls through, it's a real shame. But um, for the club itself, like you said at the start, but for me, I just find another save. You know, it's, it's not like cold blooded as well. I mean, you just, you just move on to another save. Some people say, won't you edit them back in? No, they're not in the game. They're not going to fucking. I'm not going to edit them back in the game. If they're not in the game, they're not in the game. <laughs> not going to be them, am I? It is funny, actually. No, you, you say that people edit them back in, but there was some several tweets I saw recently to Miles saying stuff like, "Can't Sports Interactive just buy the club?" Which is absolute folly. Like, to be what next? With Miles next, being a Watford like, fan, I don't think he'd be too keen anyway. Well, it would, it would, it would put down Sports Interactive if they bought Bolton now. It's still going to cost a few million. It's going to jeopardise they need any Bolton. future FMs. Whoever wants to buy it this week, I think, at, at a last hearing, they need at least 33 million quid of cash. Does that rule out WeStream FM? WeStream, well, I don't know. The bloggers? I think Joe's got quite deep pockets. Yes, it's <laughs> an all... Could you crowdfund it, do you reckon? <laughs> I well, the... never know. The money off streaming might be paying for that. For the FM20 to continue the gear he save? Who, question is though who would you have as the chairman and director of football manager what so we're building now Bolton's backroom staff <laughs> I probably would I know we criticise I know Duke gets a lot of criticism he says he can't write and stuff he can't read etc but he's actually quite intelligent so I reckon I'd put him as chairman <laughs> I generally think he's quite clever he was quite good on the pod he's quite yeah. quick quick witted yeah um yeah, I don't know. Curti can be the mascot. Yeah. I, I would have thought Curti would be like the um, masseuse, you know, giving <laughs> everyone rub-ups on the table. Well, you would be faking injury all the time, wouldn't we? Oh, fucking hell. I'd be like, honest quest, come here. Yeah, <laughs> I'd put like, my back certain. He'd be like, you, you're, like just not even, you're not even a player. I don't I, know. I've got, got a bad elbow. Take your pants <laughs> down, Dan. All right, then. I've got right as ankle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... That was. I'm glad I got that off my chest, though, Bolton. The fact that your your whole reveal has been absurd, um, and it's going to be interesting. We, we did this pod thinking that it would be decided at three o'clock, but now they're having this meeting now. We still don't know. We no. won't know potentially for two weeks, will we? No. But ten, if, even if they like give them like a saying about they still got 14 days to appeal and pay. But from the understanding is that there's no money to pay the, um, all the bills anyway, so they'll be fucked. So they need to get taken over by tomorrow lunchtime. Well, what day tomorrow? Thursday lunchtime, sorry. So, right. I suppose they've got a couple of days. As for my save, if they go, then unfortunately my save goes with it. 
Um, I have to get back on the fiver and get another video made up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose we should really talk about now how we research and pick saves, and then by doing this process, we might even discover your your backup <laughs> version two FM twenty save reveal, perhaps. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> right. So I think I, I drafted out six topics today of of what what I, we could do or what people should do, perhaps mm. researching and picking their saves, because you see a lot of people kind of I think you kind of said it last last time out on the pod that you see a team and you think I can do them on FM but you don't really give the thought process behind it and then after two weeks you you just become stuck and you don't want to do yeah um I think for me personally the first topic I want to mention is just kind of reading and that could be whether it's books like um the European game um you know the mixer kind of thing those kind of those kind of historical or modern historical context of footballs and clubs can can be a gateway into thinking about what save you want to do and I know the European game was that really influenced a lot of FMers probably last year or the year before yeah I mean choosing their saves in Europe yeah I mean no, I remember reading that and thinking Leon was a really good save for what I was saying about Leon on there um, yeah and I've still got your book I've never returned to you but um, did you read I'm it just looking at it now um, no I didn't but I w- it's on my to-do list during my downtime fucking hell um, I'm going to do blogging down, downtime next month, so my aim is to read saves, well, read about saves and think of ideas. I know where I'm going anyway, but <laughs> it's, it doesn't help to keep reading. So that was really my topic one, really, reading. And, then, and it doesn't have to be books. It could be stuff like um, websites, match reports, anything really, just to I suppose things ground like yourself. Um, you've got like, an, um, so many websites coming up now where people are analysing teams and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, there's people on Twitter. You can wait see a tweet off there. That, I suppose that comes under reading. Um, yeah, and um, you just see like what people are putting about different clubs, and yeah. even, even things like how teams are starting the season. I mean, if you don't release in August like some idiots do, then um, <laughs> and the game doesn't come out till November, then you've got a couple of months to see how certain teams start the season. Yeah, it's a good point actually. Um, like when I did my grasshopper save, I kind of looked at base. I watched a few of their games at the start of the season and kind of got a real feel of how they played and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you just learn all the players, the squads as well. And I suppose at that point, if it was if I really wasn't liking them or that they really were going to be a real high challenge, <laughs> move them to a bigger club maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can definitely if you're really stuck now, you could literally just look at I don't know league tables on Soccerway and just yeah. go through teams that are like like ruin success or being really surprising yeah or someone like um, who's having a bad start to the season and stuff like that yeah but, you know, it's a, definitely a good way to look at things then it gives you a basis to start with yeah I mean that's what sort of like with Kaiserslautern last year and Bolton this year when I saw they got relegated it sort of piqued my interest because obviously they're both um, bigger clubs if you want falling down the leagues and it sort of piqued my interest they've been relegated. Bolton's obviously financial issues added to that. Yeah. So um, it was definitely what first brought my attention to it. And then I researched the situation. Um, it's like Bolton, like, you know, this week I've been running a lot of tests with the finances to try and get them right. Because that's why I try and make it a bit easier for you. I was trying to, like, break the game a couple of times. Yeah. So um, you can do that. If, if you research enough in advance, you can do things like that, edit stuff on the database to change because even though SI do a good job they're, um, they're based on the researchers so I mean they're, 
if you're, uh, say, a laboratory researcher, you might not actually want to put it as bad as it is with what you know. Yeah. So you have to just do, do, do a little bit of research. I mean, like, um, I think it was Sam who said to me that, like, when he did his Sterling one, he um he changed it so his affiliate was, like, a local university, and he had to use their training grounds rather than his own ones. So that meant whilst he was moving up for the leagues, he couldn't, the club wouldn't um, improve his training facilities to make it a bit harder oh, for him. Got, yeah. Until yeah. we cancelled the affiliate when he got to a certain level. Yeah. So, I mean, you could do things like that, you know. As much as, like, um, if, if, you, if you're if picking lower sides, you don't want to be having, like... Um, it's like Bolton, for example, when I looked at FM19, it, they had great training facilities, but they actually sold their um, training ground to Wigan the year before, and they were back at their previous one, which they shared with the, the youth, which only covers... Um, it obviously went up to the same standard, otherwise the first time team would have trained there. So on my test, I reduced the quality of it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just do it up when you decide to do a bit of research of the current situation of each. Find out if they're moving into a new training ground or new stadium and make sure it's in the game before you start. Yeah, okay, makes sense, yeah. Um, the second topic was kind of just football current affairs. It's kind of a, a you know, continuing forward on reading, basically. It's just there's, there's sites that really just kind of look at football in a different aspect like you know Typho with their videos is very good and it kind of draws basically a history and with a narration about certain clubs or certain individuals and you might want to base your saves on those those kind of videos which yeah. is really good um, and also there's websites like These Football Times as well um, they always have really good interest in um, topics and it will kind of be broad on different aspects not just football which is really interesting yeah um, so they, yeah, they're good. They got that new um, website that's come out in it. Um, that all the news writers are going to for sport, um, athletic or something. Yeah, the athletic. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually not su- subscribed to it. I know there's a free offer in there to introduce, but the I just know that they've done a real good job of recruiting basically the the best or the best writers or the best in the nose kind of thing yeah. to report on certain clubs. So I know Arsenal's got um, Gunner Blog, who's kind of a comedian slash writer but he's a podcast as well and he's I don't know he, he kind of writes very well but he kind of brings a jovial side to football as well which is really good so that they, they're not just getting all analytical people they're getting a mi- real good mixture yeah um, yeah so that's really something we're checking out as well I reckon there's a, there's a wealth of ideas there I reckon you could apply in FM basically definitely um, you want to move on to the third one yep yeah. yeah. so the third topic I noted down was just kind of like linked to another life passion Sounds very uh, uh, exotic, doesn't it? Real life passion. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it could be stuff like for me, geography. I'm really I'm a geographer. I really like um, geopolitical stuff, um, mm. and that kind of like links in with you know FM Eadster, who's kind of applied that this year in FM uh, 19 with his uh, save with Angie uh, in Russia. Um, and there's also history as well. You could find like historical events that happen and certain cultural situations and you might want to think okay that club interests me because I don't know they've got interest in history one of those examples would be kind of um, Chernobyl and I know there's been a YouTuber who's uh, recently tweeted us uh, Matt Stats mm-hmm. he's done a Chernobyl series and it's kind of <laughs> that's linking geography history um, politics and also just kind of TV series really because the HBO miniseries inspired him to do a Chernobyl save, which I thought was, it's another great example. Yeah. Um, he's watched a TV program for, uh, hang on, 
I can just do a save with this on FM. What, and have like people with their faces falling off and stuff like that? Is this new gens? No, it, that, 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 that's probably not in the game, although you could argue the new gens do look a bit like that sometimes. <laughs> um, now, he's kind of obviously just, he's just powered up the Pyrrhipit team that used to be there, but, but they were folded just before the Chernobyl explosion. Um, so he's kind of like resurrected them and replaced them in the database with another Ukrainian team. Yeah. Um, I don't know, really. Just a kind of little narrative you can build just in your head, and he's obviously gone that direction and built a story around it. Yeah, that's the sort of thing, though. That's a um, thing that people need, like to follow and um, get ideas like that from when you get a bit of inspiration. Yeah. And, and obviously, I'd noted down um, Samo Sterling from FM18 as well, because mm-hmm. he... He's very patriotic to Scotland. Um, does love nationalism. Scotland. He does love Scotland. We mention it every pod pretty much, but he kind of you know, did Samo Sterling and was very <laughs> passionate about that in that save. And I thought, why not? Why not go back to where your home is? And yeah, I mean, and like, to be yeah. fair, like um, you think there's a lot of people. I think was it um, the guy that you mentioned before um, that did the one like West West Midlands team? Um, was it JC? He did like. A team that he, that, um, oh, he lived over. Yeah, he he, did he not live near it or something? Yeah, I think it's a suburb in Derby, and yeah. I think he's he's probably from Derby. I think sometimes people do that. I mean, like I can remember years ago that I did um, a little like back in like FMO seven or whatever. I did a team that was near to me. Um, I know there's a guy Yates Gaming. He does Harchester United like every year. Yeah, like stuff like that. You know. Um, there's, there's different things to take inspiration from especially like you say geographically sometimes like there's people that do network saves and they say pick London and pick two teams from London yeah you know and um, there's lots of different ways to get inspiration it, geographically even at like holidays as well I know like yeah. I don't know why the reason I chose Lorient the first time is back in like FM14 I think I think I went there probably in 2012 I didn't go to the actually watch a game I went to the stadium and I think that's probably put a seed in my mind that I want to do a lorry on save mm. um, and I, I, I've always got an obsession with just football stadiums so you, if, if I'm in a new city I'll always try to see have sight of the stadium if yeah. that makes sense um, so when I go to France I do try to look at as many as I can um, that could be another way just to get some ideas into picking an FM save yeah well that's the thing though I mean like sometimes you um I know, I know some people have been on somewhere on holiday like, and they've gone back and they've done like a Tenerife save or you know, they've done a Mallorca save and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, it's a good way to get ideas. Another one is um, there was a guy, Footy Ramblings, I don't know if he's still playing FM, but he travelled oh, yeah. over to France to... Yeah, that's right, yeah. To do the, I think um, he, went, he went to watch Amiens, didn't he? Or is it yeah. in the Havre? We went to one of those North, North yeah. clubs. And watched the games and that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's a good way to do it. Actually, get get to get the games and see. But it's like I knew there was another guy that like, um, I I can't remember where he was from, but he did like a um Dutch save like had a weird name like say it was, was his name Guido. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, it was a lesser known Dutch. No, the person wasn't actually Dutch. Oh, okay. The, the part the team was like, I want to say they were called like old or odd or something. And he travelled over and he got like the shirt and everything. He went and watched the game and they'd done a big white up about him in the paper. A bit like Loki did with um, the Scottish team, but <laughs> the game didn't get cancelled. <laughs> Poor Loki. Poor Loki. Yes. 
Um, so well, let's let's hope this time next year we can all go to watch a Bolton game together. <laughs> that would be that'd be a great idea. We could stay in the hotel attached to it when it's seen, because that's part of yeah. the problem as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, the okay. administrators, for some strange reason, have separated the hotel and football club into two separate businesses. Right, okay. So everyone who wants to buy the club wants a hotel as well, because it's attached to the stadium, I think, and there's quite a big moneymaker. And they're like, well, we want this, We want the hotel that's connected to the club we're trying to buy as well. Well, why wouldn't they? If G&G are potentially going to visit it. Well, that's it. I mean, hopefully we can have the penthouse suite. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, the fourth of my six topics were just discussing with other people, which is actually my topic. You chose that one. Yeah. Um, well, so I don't know if you want to lead on that one. That's what I did for Bolivia. I um, remember having a discussion with um, Diego Mendoza ahead of the, um, that edition about, like, he always does a bit quirky country saves, didn't he? And because I wanted to do a club in country save. And we were just discussing, like, challenging South America and Asia and um, ones that we could, I could do. And um, after a discussion with him, that's how I came up with Bolivia. We started off my research. Then I started watching games and um, doing a bit more research about how to get on and style of play and stuff like that. So, I mean, it is... Um, there's definitely a way to do it, especially if you've got if you've got an idea to bounce it off someone to see what if you're not t- totally sure on it, bounce it off someone else who have a discussion about it and see what they think. I mean, I know you won't tell me your save, but I've definitely tried to have a discussion with you about your save <laughs> and send you, you a few images every now and again. You send me a DM about my FM20 save or what you think my FM20 save is. Literally, I'd say once a week, there's a few gifts in my. I, I think I look back and I think for the whole of May, I sent you one a day. Yeah, and to be fair, I do like that club. And with my FM20 reveal, obviously I'm picking a club, but it could also be not a journeyman, but I, I don't envisage that I may always be a one club save mm. in FM20. So that club would be an option for me. Mm. If NM20, if I wanted to move on, I think, because, you know, they're a good club. But yeah, the DMs can stop now. You don't have to keep doing the gifts. I know how much it annoys you. I bet you open it and you get like all burnt out, like, fucking I, I just, I'm in work sometimes and my phone, like, vibrates, kind of thing, or buzzes, and I look at it and uh, it's like, oh, Dan's there and messages it. And then it's just a gif of a player celebrating or some logo, just shiny gif on loop. <laughs> and I'm surprised you have not run out of gifts. I'm nah, honest. There's still plenty to do. Um, <laughs> incredible. Yeah, obviously, I've put up a bit of a, a facade of you in terms of talking about my FM20. I don't actually, I don't think I've spoken about anything about my FM20 safe for people. It was only one person knows because they kind of collaborated on something with me in the future. But, yeah. I've, I, right. I, I, Fucking don't tell me, but don't this random person, you know, you don't share I, a podcast with. Fucking hell. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say to you that. I don't want to make this into a, I don't know. I don't want to have a domestic live on air. <laughs> um, I actually can't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you give a shit enough to send me a DM every day of a GIF. Um, that's that's going like, to annoy you more than anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, discuss with other people, um, but don't be annoyed if that person doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, number five that I had was... The magic of past teams and sleeping giants. And the reason I put this one here is because, um, you know, when I went to that focus group with with SI a few months ago, yeah, and it was all about kind of like what attracts you to a firm and what keeps you coming back each year. 
and it wasn't my comment, but a few people were kind of just saying like, oh, well, I love to take on a sleeping giant and bring them back to glory. And it was, that was like a common theme going through that that segment of discussion. But it's not um, every club seems to be a fucking sleeping giant these days. Yeah, I think it's an overused term, I'll be honest. Um, like, how long can Nottingham Forest be a sleeping giant? <laughs> I don't know. They, well, at which point are they a dead giant? <laughs> yeah. How long? Is it a permanent coma? I don't know. Um <laughs> But yeah, the, the sleeping giants, it, it, that does seem a real good hook for some FMers to create an FM20 save. Well, it's um, like, I looked at the championship, I think, what's there, 24 teams in the championship? And I think it was something ridiculous, like 18 or 19 have been in the Premier League. So does that mean there's 18 or 19 sleeping giants in the championship you can choose from? Is, is it basically like Bristol when everything else is kind of a sleeping giant? Well, pretty much, yeah. Um, you're right, though. They're, they're, <laughs> I just think, like, surely at some point a sleeping giant has just has to become now, like, a championship team or yeah. a second division team. Yeah. Um, but people like doing that. They like like getting a narrative of building this club and rising them up from the ashes and, you know. I can understand it when, say, when it Parma um, got, like, um, like sort of like Bolton on the verge of doing getting wiped out and then they started up in Syria D or whatever, you, whatever yeah. it's called. A bit like Palermo this year, isn't it? Yeah, I can understand that at being a bit of like a sleeping giant if they cross down three divisions in, they haven't won anything for years and all that. Because it is, it's now, you know what I mean? But when you're yeah. picking, like you say, Nottingham Forest haven't won nothing since the 80s, if not well, before. Well, let's, say, let's say Bradford. Bradford, yeah. People like that who have uh, been down there so long, 20 years, are they really still sleeping giants? I mean. Look at Portsmouth. Proudly tried that hundred times to get him back to the Burnley where and he can't do it. He, to be fair, I don't think he'll ever give up. So no. I'm not, not going to knock him because he's trying. <laughs> no, he he's might be he's not 20 doing years. awful with Huddersfield. I mean, I'm a few behind, but he got him back to the Premier League after getting relegated. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But um, I got to catch up on a few of them. But then, like, I know this podcast doesn't do awards or anything, but he'd probably be, be my most improved FMO. He seems to, he seems to have got relegated all the time, <laughs> but he's improved a bit lately. Yeah, he's probably downloaded my tactic that you did. Although bizarre, it doesn't work for you though. Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, sleeping giants, and I also put magic of past teams. I just, I think what I meant by that is kind of people look back at historical. You know, you, you always see the that uh, Grand Torino kind of thing, that Torino team that died, and people mm. want to bring them back, or the Busby yeah. Babes, or stuff like that. Um, people try to kind of like get the idea from a historical team and try to rebuild it in the modern day FM, which is a good way to play. Um, one of the reasons when I, in FM 18, I switched from Studentes to Inter Milan. Inter. And Inter, just in capital letters. <laughs> Uh, the reason for picking them, obviously, because they had a real history of like Herrera kind of thing, the Argentine manager, yeah. and his teams and stuff. And I just felt that that felt right. So why not look at older teams that you know existed many years yeah. ago and, and apply that? I would say don't ever be put off something because someone else is doing that save or lots of other people doing that save. Because obviously, the, especially in the community, there's not many people that tend to do long-term saves anymore. Yeah. So, so don't be put off because, like, say, with Bolton, let, let, if they don't die, I can imagine quite a few people going to do that. But it doesn't bother me at all. You know what I mean? It makes no bearing on my life. By January, it'd probably be you and someone else doing it. So. Yeah, it's the thing with Kaiserslautern. And like, people are like, oh, everyone's going to be Kaiserslautern in the first year of Germany. The first, everyone's going to be they're falling down. But by 
by January can you find one other person doing it, save in the English FM community. Yeah. So, I mean, like, don't ever be put off with other people wanting to do it or thinking, I can't do that because, um, you know, FM Grasshopper is doing that one. <laughs> you know, do you? But not that team you keep messing me about. <laughs> no. Not that team, just yet. I think I've suggested the same team to about 85 people, so that's not, hopefully somebody picks it up. <laughs> um, Maybe I okay, might do so, it. <laughs> yeah, you might do it. You might have to do it because there's no other teams left. Um, although I am worried, actually, in a weird scenario that you pick a team, that means it dies the next FM edition. <laughs> so, like, for FM 21, can you perhaps not pick teams that I like, like Estudiantes, Arsenal, <laughs> Lorient, Grasshoppers at Club Zurich, don't pick those teams because they're going to die. They're going to die. Give Is that me, right? Give me the club killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so six and lastly, reasons to re- research and pick a save. Um, I just put love for a specific player. So there might just be a standout player that you just really want to manage in FM. Yeah. Um, I did it, I've mentioned it before in many pods, the Grasshoppers, uh, Kim Kelstrom. Mm-hmm. He was kind of waning, his powers were waning. It was kind of a last hurrah with him on FM because I used to manage him in the CM days. Um, I don't know if you've done that before. Have you picked a, a player or a club just basically on the player that's there? Well, I wouldn't say I have, but the like we and um, the team I mentioned to you was because a certain player had gone to them. Um, in the one I kept in, you know, just about. But um, oh, okay, that one, yeah, yeah. But um, I wouldn't say. I don't think I have opportunity for a certain player. I would say there's been times I've leant towards clubs because they have certain players. But I wouldn't say I picked a club for a certain player. Interesting. I don't think I quite believe you. I think I reckon you've got a man crush somewhere on a player and you chose him safe. Yeah, but then Sherwin retired a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um that's our six reasons, and unless you've got any more to add of, of, of research and picking saves. Mm. I, I don't know if anyone's gonna to listen to this, and secondly, I don't know if they listen to this and find any use from it and picking their save. Hopefully <laughs> they would do. <laughs> um, but there is some stuff there yeah. I don't know if you want to quickly just mention what's happening with FM20 because there has been a an announcement of an announcement they're just copying me that's what I did pretty much it's, I don't know it's a teaser the only good thing today actually is is seeing that JC guy's face on the cover of FM20 <laughs> twice they cloned him um, they cloned JC and put him on the cover twice which is scary to think there's now two of them. <laughs> um, he could have a twin. He could do. Um, if he has a twin, please get in contact. We <laughs> want to get him on the pod, not you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you want? Can you garner anything from the FM20 announcement today? I <laughs> I well, I told you before. I, I didn't like it at all. I hate. I mean, I'm, I'm excited the game's coming out, but I hated the announcement. It's... Okay, I think the break. They're, they're continuing with purple, which is a good thing. I quite like purple. It's my second favourite colour, as I've said many times. They're going, going with that colour scheme, which I feel is right to do. Yeah. And and they also kind of announced that FM on Google Stadia will be faster and you can run more leagues. Yeah, I mean, it's, for me, it was just like all the social media stuff. I, like, you know, like your Arsenal fan TV bollocks are coming through. I didn't really like that. I preferred it when it was like, it just told us something about the game. But I suppose we'll have that next month. But, um, yeah, we're in that teasing culture now, aren't we? To be fair, again, I go back to the start of this pod. You are to blame for this. I, I think. am. 
I'll probably um, am. So, <laughs> um, I will read what they say on the blog, on the website, actually. Um, they've got a little blurb, haven't they? So I'll read it to you. Thank you. And you can critique. So FM, well, Football Manager 2020. Quite like the logo because it's 2020. 2020 vision. There's 20, 20 attributes, isn't it, kind of thing. You know, So that's all good. I like 20. Put your opinions to good use and do things your way at the club this season, which kicks off in early November. So they're teasing that early November is going to be a release day. I've already texted my boss to ask him what day I'd like it released, so that's all right. Okay, that's good. Can we actually, just check my mum's birthday again? I don't want it released on my mum's birthday, which is November the 4th. So if Mars oh, is listening, I asked for the 8th. Okay, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, mum's it, birthday's it, out of the way then. It's a Friday. Um, I'm on my week off from work. Kids are at school. Excellent. Per- perfect. Grass and Gear exclusive. Friday the 8th of November, FM20 is out. If it comes out on November the 8th, you know how much pulling power we've got in SI. Exactly. Fucking hell. Yeah, all because of the uh, text message. <laughs> anyway, I'll carry on. Every decision counts in Formatter 2020 with new features and polished game mechanics, adding fresh and authentic dimensions, empowering managers to take great accountability for both their own and their team's destiny. It's a long sentence. <laughs> Not going to lie. Well, you, you want some paragraphs, do you? I don't know. It just seems a lot of words, but not much meaning. Um, <laughs> I'll carry on. Um, how you get to the top is up to you. And they've got three dots, okay? First bugbear, they've used an ellipsis, which is three dots, but they've used a space after ellipsis, which is no need. Anyway, you'll own your decisions and the consequences they bring. What do you think to that, then? Well, obviously, you don't want to read too much into it. Because, like... It could it could be anything. I remember last year when like it had something on it, and everyone really read into it. There was going to be like this new game changing thing that never happened. It does. It worries me a little bit. That it feels like we're being empowered as managers. So I don't yeah, know what that means. It worries me that it, I hope we're not going to start setting fucking ticket prices and shit like that. I don't think we ever will. But it worries me that like are we going to have more control off the pitch? You know what I mean? Like off like in the boardroom because. Yeah. But like, like you control the destiny. Well, surely the board does. But I yeah, d- you know what Depen- I mean. Yeah, it depends on the kind of manager and the backroom staff setup they've yeah. got, doesn't it? And the European model, like if a coach is a head coach, that doesn't really have yeah. much say in the direction. Really, and that's, but... to be fair, that's that's what I've been banging on about for about a year now. That I want to be more the game to try and turn a bit more like the European one, where it, we are more the head coach. Yeah. Um. You know, a bit more um, director of football plays more pro- pro- prominent role in a game, which it doesn't really at the moment. So maybe, you know, we'll see when the mm. features come out. Maybe they could do like two different versions. They could do like a Brexit edition, which is kind of like your manager does, does everything, including the <laughs> prices of the kebabs. Um, but then you can get like a head coach continental yeah, edition to with be a fair, free croissant. You don't need to be like that. You, you can, they can still leave it up to you like they do at the moment. You can be in yeah. control of appointing another director of football. If you want to run with a director of football, you appoint one. If just you want to, on and off. if you don't, if you want to just do like your standard manager, don't appoint one. Mm. You know, it just makes make it a bit like that. You know, it doesn't have to change much. But, I mean, to be fair, I am excited for the game. I'm always excited for the game. Pre-ordered it already. You know, and um, it just the the video went really for me. I'm it's it's probably a bit more uh, focused on millennial people than myself. All the social media stuff, 
like um, all these opinions and I, I get the idea behind it you know stop talking about doing it actually do it I get the idea behind that but I, I didn't really think I had the target market for that but you, if, we, if we gave you a pot of money I know we're on a sidetrack now and we've got to end the pod soon but if we gave you a pot of money and we said to you go and let's give you some budget on Fiverr like some real budget to go and do a video what would you do? Football Manager 20 is coming on the 8th of November buy it <laughs> Gear will be managing Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> it this could work. Year. This year, yeah, that's it, that's it. This year, gear. Um, I wouldn't. That would never. I'll never stop smiling to that video. I think. Well, I we're like we're lucky that we all live in the time of gear. To be honest. <laughs> well, to be fair, even even if it all goes tits up, we were all gonna live through that video. Exactly. We were never. That is probably the best it. bit of FM twenty content produced. <laughs> And it might not ever come to fruition anyway in the game. Okay. Um, so hopefully next time we pod, we will know more about Bolton and yeah. we might know more about FM20 at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And we do actually have some games lined up, which is yeah. hopefully ne- ne- people... Next one's in two weeks' time, isn't it? I think, yeah, about two weeks' time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. And um, that is a game, so I'm looking yeah, forward to that. Yeah, it's a game and um, it's in planning and we have guests... So that'd be a sign. Who can save us? (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Um, Okay, Danny, is there anything you want to plug outro? Um, I did release a blog. It was shit. It was just basically pictures of every year I played in FM19 and then the five years after me. Uh, I I assume five years just because um, I thought it would be quite interesting to see if they fell back through the leagues or what the club did after I left. Um, I actually found out, I forgot to say to you, Tony, that um, Closer won Manager of the Year the second year in charge. Like if I did, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really pleased with him, Dan. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I want to say I took take part of that after I had him on my coaching staff. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still yet to win Manager of the Year, but I'm still playing FM19, so there's still hope. Um, I've got the last few months, last two months now, mm. in uh, Lorient. Uh, still going strong in the Europa League in a, in a quarter-final, uh, which I'll probably play tomorrow night with against Bilbao. Um, and I'm, I think I'm third in the league, and it's looking like Champions League qualification could happen in my final season. But how, what your, no one cares about all that. We just want to know if, if you think you're going to win, man, win manager of the year. Right. I don't want to go into the rant here, but yeah, there's a good chance because obviously I'm third. I'm closing on Monaco as second. If Lorient finish second or third I don't know am I in a shout at it PSG have only lost once this season they're a juggernaut but they plow, They just throw money at everything <laughs> it's like you in the FM content scene whereas <laughs> Lorient are self-sustaining they're efficient they're ruthless in the trans market I'll kick people out I've changed tactic this year we're playing better football more clean sheets I'm in a chance to win it Dan it would be lovely if I won it in the final season I would, it, it would be it would be anal pandemonium here in the house. It would just be incredible. It would be. It would also be incredible if once again the person you vote for tactically wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what happened with Villegas Solskjaer. Um, for listeners, I don't know if I've run it by the pod, but the reason why Manager of the Year is such a big thing for me is because in my debut season in Liga, I finished seventh, which is which is great, isn't it? Admit that, Dan. It was all right. Yeah, it's all right. The AI give it to sixth place Lil, managed by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> and I still don't know why. I don't. 
And the thing is, okay, I tactically voted for Uli Gunnar Solskjaer because I thought he was the least favourite to win. I was in the I was in the running for it. I thought this is going to be brilliant. Here we go. I was getting cocky, obviously seventh in the <laughs> league. That's a that's a great deal for a newly promoted club. Um, yeah, it didn't happen. And then since then, it's always gone to PSG and Monaco who won the league. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just one of those things. I can't I can't help it. If that's if it's bugged in that edition and that save file, I don't know. It's not for me to say. No, I didn't even get his buzz, did he? So. <laughs> Everyone else, apart from, um, what's his name? That, that guy, GC, has won it. He's never won it as well, and that's really why I like him so much. Yeah, it's both of you sh- shitting it up together. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, mate. Um, so next time we meet will be September, so enjoy the rest of August. Uh, and um, enjoy the rest of your save. Thank you, mate. All Thanks. right, all the best. See you again. Bye.